0: Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the Sports Desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Oh, Smithy, I really felt that. I feel like I'm going straight onto the news. I feel like I'm going to take Johnny Max and Aroha's job in a minute. <laughs> uh, I do. Yeah. I do, unfortunately, have some sad news regarding football. And it is, uh, once again, sad news regarding New Zealand football. The Wellington Phoenix vice-captain. Oliver Sale, you know Ollie sale the fantastic keeper. He's been starting a net for the last few years for the Phoenix. Uh, has helped us tremendously with the rise to get to where we are today. 27 years old, he's decided it's time to move on. His contract expiring at the end of the season and came as quite a shock to me last night when I opened the Instagram and saw that Perth Glory had made a post welcoming Ollie Sale for the remainder of next season. It's quite a strange uh, appearance, Swilly, as you, if you look at the table right now, the Phoenix sit comfortably and Fifth, not comfortably one point ahead uh, of Sydney FC, but you scroll all the way down to the table, and in 11th place, you've got Ollie Sales' new club, Perth Glory. To you, Smithy,
1: what does that uh, sound like to you? Big loss. Oh, it sounds like a decent check for a start. <laughs> um, you know that's a long way. Uh, Perth is, you couldn't go any further away from um, New Zealand and stay in the A League, so it's a, a decent-sized check, I would think. Um, they obviously, clearly, because of their position on the table, feel that their goalkeeping uh, strength is is not there. Uh, they need a standout goalkeeper. He is a standout goalkeeper. Um, he's also a leader. Oli Sale. So. He's a bit of a spokesman. Um, so I think that's probably what they're looking for from their custodian. So um, I, I, from his point of view, probably quite a a, a good move he'll be busy judging by their position on the table and their defensive setup. he'll be a busy goalkeeper um, but I would be thinking a, a nice big fat check is involved there
0: Yeah, uh, they'd have to be wouldn't it you mentioned uh, I know I definitely no offence to all my Perth nation people out there go to Perth from uh, from New Zealand but the thing that sort of got me by surprise to me is goalkeeper is not a position of football that is uh, rotated often right and you'd you'd know that but it came, so Cameron Cook is uh, the goalkeeper at Perth at the minute. He's 21 years old and he's really, really promising. It just sort of makes me bear that question, is Ollie Sale going to be sort of that development guy that uh, Cook's going to take over when Ollie eventually does move on? He's 21 years old and only two days ago he signed on a three-year uh, extension with Perth, so... Bit of a slap in the face for Cook. I mean, he probably got given the stars saying next year's your year, buddy. But a couple of days later, you're inviting Ollie Sale to the party. So going to be very interesting there, Smithy. But hey, let's uh, stay on the topic of Australian sport and let's talk about those uh, Sydney Kings versus those Breakers. Uh, SENZ audience, you can listen from 9.30pm tonight on the ECNZ app or wherever you listen to it. The Breakers, currently 1-1 in their series uh, against the Sydney Kings, first and second on the table. So they're the Sydney Kings, the number one offensive team in the league. The Breakers, the number one defensive team in the league. Just quickly, how do you think tonight's going to go?
1: Well, it's, it's a case of whether they can break the trend uh, because neither of the sides in the encounters I've had this year have been able to defend their home court. Uh, that is quite an extraordinary thing when you, you look at the size of the crowd. Now, sold out it's going to be um, tonight in Sydney, uh, so they're going to have to overcome that. Uh, but last week, uh, uh, Tom Abercrombie, who's uh, the most senior spokesman on the court uh, within the breakers, said a very interesting thing. And he said, we played stressed, and, and I'm not quite sure why you'd be playing stressed uh, with all that experience. I'm not quite sure when you've been such an accomplished side and you're 1-0 up in the playoffs, having won away from home, why you'd come home and think that you were playing stressed. I, I think you, you kind of... I got a kite and I thought you'd play with quite a lot of freedom uh, in, in that regard. So I think their mindset uh, is something that Modi Mayor must have ha- had to work on. Um, you know, they, they know they can win in Sydney. They've done it often. They've done it often and they've done it recently. But it's you know when you come to this stage of the season or playoffs in any form of of any sport, uh, you look to your champions, you look to your big men, you look to your seniors. In this case, you're you're starting five plus Barry Brown Jr. I think uh, are your key players in this regard. So, for me, uh, I think it's a mental thing rather than anything else. And the other thing is, uh, you can be cold. You can be cold when you're shooting. You know that you you can um, individuals can be cold. Not very often. Collectively, you're cold particularly on your home court and that was the worry
0: No, it's definitely a basketball thing. You can have games where you take the absolute best shots and I think Modi Mayor made a comment on that, um, that all the shots they were taking were the right shots. Someday they just don't fall Uh, and that's something that you can't control. I I heard you you spoke really excellently, Smithy, there on the mentality of a basketball game. I just sort of wanted to keep you on that path there. Sydney Kings have been arguably the best team in the NBL for the last four years. The breakers were last last year. Now in a finals position, I can sort of understand the strength that Tom Abercrombie uh, explained. The Breakers play a very fast style, very rotational game and coming up against arguably the best team over the last four years. Smithy, when you were back in your heyday, say you're in a test series and it's one all, you're away from home against arguably the best team in the world, but you'd managed to take the first game, lose the second. How do you make sure that you get that momentum back and you can roll back on track for another win?
1: Well, it happened actually It's funny you should say that uh, The first time we'd won in Australia was 1985 um, And then of course uh, That was at the Gabba We went straight down the, the road to Sydney And got pantsed We were beaten badly um, And so all of a sudden We'd given that advantage away With a one test to go um, And we just I, I think we just sort of went back To what we did the first time um, You know, we, we had a game plan That didn't quite work It was a surface that uh, didn't suit us either uh, we didn't play well on it, but we had to. you got to quickly eradicate that from your thinking. And that's what we had to do. We had a fairly stern coach in uh, Glenn Turner, who was absolutely hell-bent, determined to beat Australia, uh, and a captain in Jeremy Coney, who was of the same ilk. We had a champion in Richard Hadley. We had a very good side. We'd proven that. Uh, so we just had to go back to those Gabba methods, and, and that's what you do. Um, if, you've won a, if you've won a series or if you, you go 1-0 up and then you drop the second one, you just go have to go back to that plan that you had initially and say, that worked for us last time round. Not a panic situation <clears throat> at all. But what the Breakers did is they let uh, the Kings off the hook and they have given them a, a, a bit more freedom now uh, to express themselves because uh, if they'd have won last week, they were backed into such a corner, they had to win the next three in a row. And that, as we know, that makes it pretty darn hard. Pretty darn hard. So, um, look, uh, all I'm saying uh, in this particular uh, case is uh, I think they just go back to what they did um, at Sydney last time around and uh, and uh, just hope for the very best there. But I, I think they're player for player. I don't think it's, there's no reason for them to, to feel any other way that, but confident. I think they've got them, I think they've got them there.
0: No, definitely, Smithy, and it's going to be a really interesting watch. For me, I think the Breakers are going to take this game three, uh, but I'm telling you, watch the benches. Uh, No matter who wins this game, it is going to be won uh, by the bench, the likes of Barry Brown coming back into action. Hopefully that hand's rested up. But, Smithy, that uh, wraps up my sporting hot desk for the days. Thank you very much.